1: Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your co-host, Daryl Lamy, here today with Larry Levine.
2: What's uh, going on, Larry? It's you know what? I am super excited. It's another awesome day here at Selling from the Heart, Daryl. But is you know what? A
1: great day.
2: I'm massively pumped up for our guest.
1: We're gonna have a fantastic conversation today. You're gonna really enjoy getting to know our friend Adrian Chanel. And as we get started, I just want to say a huge shout out to everybody that is in the community, the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group. It is such a pleasure being able to hang out every week uh, with up close and personal, with thought leaders in the sales profession. We've got uh, masterminding in there, the community that happens in between in the private social network. All of it, Larry, it's so much fun. And a huge shout out to everybody in the Selling from the Heart
2: Insiders Group. Yeah, it's been what an experience. I just remember not too long ago. It was probably about a week or so ago as we're recording this, Daryl, at a conversation with a sales leader in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. And they went on to say this group, they actually love hanging out because this has been the first time that this person's actually been around other sales leaders that are like minded, that are like hearted. And this person's been learning so much and they actually look forward to every Friday. It's incredible.
1: If you want to come hang out with us, just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. You'll learn how you can join for free for 30 days. Or if you want, get a free pass to one of our upcoming Up Close and Personals uh, with uh, incredible thought leaders and influencers. It's going to be so much fun. Speaking of fun, Larry, we are just now a couple months away from the new year as we're recording this. And by the time this recording is released, we'll have, uh, be very close. If we haven't announced the details <laughs> for the 2022. Yes. You heard it here first folks, 2022 authentic selling challenge. That's going to be coming out in January. Larry, it's we're putting the the plans together for this. I've already seen a preview of, of some of the, the thought leaders that are going to come coach us. It's going to be an incredible start oh, to
2: the year. It is going to be something else. And I've, I've, I'm diligently working on the roster for the five days of the challenge, and we're just about there, Daryl, and I will tell you this, brace yourself because (laughs) there are some names that are going to be on the 2022 Authentic Selling Challenge.
1: It's gonna be a blast. So it's gonna be in January. I can tell you that. <laughs> Stay tuned for the dates and we'll start uh, we'll start dripping out some of these uh, these coaches. you're just gonna love it. you're gonna you're gonna be so excited to be a part of it. So 2022 authentic selling challenge coming your way in January 2022, which means right now we're in the midst of the fourth quarter and I just want to say a huge shout out. To everybody who's out there, we've been saying, uh, working hard, pushing uh, to drive, you know, this economy rides on salespeople. And I I know it's been a tough year for many of you. We've been working hard. And as we've been saying, since the beginning of the year, you got to get it done in 2021. The Selling from the Heart community is doing that. And I just want to say, we are cheering you on. We want to do whatever we can to equip you to be successful in this season, in the fourth quarter and on into next year. Larry, what a blast. Speaking of helping us be (laughs) successful, you got to have a great network, and network of authentic relationships. And who better to coach us than our friend, Adrian Chenault. Why don't you introduce Adrian and
2: let's dive into this conversation. Uh, I I can't wait because as as I was listening to what you were saying I had flashes because Adrian's gonna know how we met. My apologies, Adrian. I can't remember, <laughs> so I know you're gonna share it with me. But Daryl, before we, before I formally introduce Adrian, I just wanted to say, you know, you were talking about how sales we got to ride on the coattails of salespeople in mm-hmm. Q4, and because that's how we move, you know, money through the economy is how we sell things. But in addition to that, it's the relationships that we develop as salespeople that helps us fuel the economy. That's what I love about Adrian. So, Adrian Chennault, welcome to Selling from the Heart. We've been looking forward to this one.
0: Hey guys, it's so good to be with you. And I feel like this is like a product placement moment. This, like, I don't remember how we met. How did we meet Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for not remembering. <laughs> It's great to <laughs> know and, that
1: you're going to share that with us because it oh. feels like we've known each other forever and that's what's beautiful about what we're going to talk about today. But you know, before we dive into this conversation, the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers and that is Adrian, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart?
0: I love that question and I I First of all, I love the book, you know, Larry, you've given such a gift to the world in this book and and the two of you, as you do this work on the podcast. And for me, you really have to, it's, it's about getting your heart and your head in alignment because so much of the sales process and what, you know, what you have to do as a salesperson is you got to run a tight process. You've got to be thinking about how to navigate and how to hit a number and how to do all these things. And if you can get your heart aligned with your head, where instead of you're in this place of, I'm like, I really just need to hit a number and I'm trying to kind of like do the heart thing, but I really just kind of like, the reality is I got to hit a number. I'm under a lot of pressure. All the things that salespeople face, that is so challenging to really embody that. And the reality is people are so perceptive of who you really are and how you really are. And so if you can get it into your head that using your heart and leading with your heart is actually the best way to not just hit your number, but smash your number and to do it year after year and quarter after quarter, then everything changes. And so getting your heart aligned with your head where you genuinely are in the space of seeking to serve your customers first and understanding that if you work your craft, if you work your business, if you position your product the right way, that those truly are a genuine act of service to your clients, to your prospects. That's where I think the magic happens is through that alignment.
2: Oh, hey, Daryl, there's so much gold that what you just said, Adrian, but I'm I'm a big believer that heart is the accelerant to sales growth. And I just want to peel this back, if you allow me for just a second, and then we're going to dive into a really fun, fun conversation. But here, you know, you, you talk, Adrian, about the alignment of the head and the heart. Here's my challenge to, the, our, to our, the listeners, whether that be sales professionals or sales leaders, is if we can bring the alignment of head and heart to our personal relationships, then I'm going to ask us to think about doing the same thing in our professional relationships. But for some reason, somewhere down the road, we've removed this what I'm going to ask us to think about as we roll into 2022 is bring what you do in your personal relationships with heart and head alignment and bring that to sales. Watch what starts to happen. Would you agree, Adrian?
0: I I totally agree. And I think what you said there at the end is really important. Like it's hard. It's a leap of faith and you have to actually, you can't really, you can't know it's going to work until you trust the process and you really try that. And once you do, it's like this weight has been removed off of your back and you're, you realize that you can operate from your being instead of having to operate from a set of tactics or a set of yep. all this other stuff that actually kind of runs somewhat counter to who you are. And you're, you can be so much more effective when, when you finally have that realization. But it takes the leap of faith because it, it might feel counterintuitive because of your battle scars along the way and the things that you faced as you come up in the world of sales.
1: I love it, and you know this. Uh, this is I'm having flashbacks to the trust building challenge we did earlier this fall, um, and also to the the cohorts of sales professionals we're coaching and trust building skills. When we think of that trust formula, the first two things in the trust formula are authentic relationship plus meaningful value. It's the heart plus the head, right? We've got the the emotional side of it, the relational side of it. And then there is the logic side of it. There's the value that we bring. And, and all of this, those two sides of of what I call the trust coin are so incredibly important. And if they're not aligned, you know, you, you're going to struggle, but you get both of those going at the same time meaningful value and the, you know, from the head, if you will, and and authentic relationship from the heart. And you've got it going on. But that brings us to our topic today, which <laughs> is how do we develop and nurture authentic relationships in the world we live in today, where we're, in some ways we're more connected and in some ways we're more disconnected than we've ever been before?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think as you were sharing that, and I, I was just thinking about this idea of authentic curiosity, because mm-hmm. people are endlessly interesting. And yet we we do this thing where, you know, again, we kind of, you know, in the world of personal relationships, we're great at connecting on whatever sports stuff, what, you know, all these sort of things. And then we get into the world of sales, we get into the world of corporate, whatever. And like, it's a hollowed out version of those things at best, where it's like, oh, you know, okay, Larry likes the Dodgers. I'm just going to write that down. And like, I, like I'm going to figure out a way to mention that, but it's like, I, like, I don't really care. I just am using that as fo- like sort of fodder in building the relationship. And I think when you can shift toward a place of, of genuine interest in others, genuine care, and a way to find out what they care about and then to sort of recognize them and affirm them and see them inside of those things, it becomes really fun. And it's funny, it did, there was just an interesting conversation that happened right before this. So I'm, I'm working uh, with a, another author who who co-wrote a book on networking with Dr. Ivan Meisner from BNI. His name's Brian Hilliard. And we were on a call today because he's uh, he and I are going to do some stuff together. And he was like, Just sort of by the by, he's like, "Yeah, I'm reading this book right now, and it's in the top five things that I I have just gone back to over and over again, which are the movie Black Hawk Down, the Bible, this book, that book, and this." Like he he rattled off five things that, like, for whatever reason, are really meaningful to him, and that he's watched or, or consumed over and over again. And those are the things where, like, that stuff, it's so easy to like pay attention to that maybe in the conversation, but just let that go. But mm. those things are gold if you can capture them and then recognize them later somehow in the relationship. And so I, I asked him, I said, I'm so curious, you know, Black Hawk Down, like super cool movie, but like, why, what, like, I, I've never heard someone say they've watched that movie over and over again. Like, yeah. what about that movie was so meaningful to you? And that took us down a much deeper conversation about what his values are. And mm. I got this insight into who he is. And so Building authentic networks, building authentic relationships, I think is about seeing the whole person being genuinely interested and in not just using it as a tactic, but actually having that genuine care and then having a way to capture and record that so that you have a way to go back to it. And you can, uh, you can use that as a way to be able to open up conversations and to speak into what's meaningful to those in your network.
2: Yeah, oh, the beautiful. the 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 first word that that flashes into my head, Adrian, is intentionality, mm-hmm. and you know, you bring up authentic curiosity. We have to be intentional behind this. So, you know, coach our listeners around. I, I just love the whole concept around what you've created at contact mapping. But just go ahead and, and coach us through what you know intentionality means how you bring this to conversations and then how you capture this to use this to help build those deeper connections.
0: Yeah, thank you. Great question. So here's the here's the biggest thing. We all and and it's, I, I think salespeople actually understand this better than almost anyone. We we all, you know, we're going about doing our daily life and most of the time we don't really feel seen, valued, or recognized, right? How often have you experienced in your career that you have a boss that just doesn't really seem to value you or see you. And they're just really in it for like, you're, you're just a way for them to get whatever they need so that they can get promoted. And and you don't really, they don't see you as more than that. You go, you know, you're at home and you're, you know, there's just a million things going on and we all sort of feel to varying degrees invisible and to, Break free from that invisibility by truly seeing other people and giving them that gift of, of your acknowledgement, your paying attention, your intentionality, that is incredibly powerful and it costs you very little. It costs you a little bit of time and it costs you a little bit of structure that you need to put in your life to allow you to do that. And so what I'm always coaching people on is to look for people's values as the number one thing. So I had shared that example from earlier, right? Brian gave me these five things that he pays attention to. And and one of them was the Bible. So, you know, there's things that are maybe somewhat self-explanatory of like, okay, like now I understand one of your values as a result of that. But Black Hawk Down is not a, like, is that because you're a military history buff? Is that because you love this sort of story of heroism? Like, what about that? Was the thing that was meaningful. And that's, I think, where you can go much deeper, right? It's not just about cataloging information about, oh, he likes this wine or she, you know, likes this particular, I don't know, kind of movie or whatever it is. It's not about the thing. It's about what are the values or what are the things that, what does that tell you about that person that's behind that thing that is the most important? And so as you are, cultivating these more powerful relationships taking the time to not just hear that thing and catalog it somehow but to actually go that next layer deeper and understand what's driving that what story might be behind that why helicopters or whatever are the thing like that you might what you assume is the reason why they like that and what's actually behind it could be completely different things and you would never know it if you don't ask those questions and so that. Desire to truly know someone, I think, is a, an incredible superpower for anyone, and especially for a salesperson who can use it to, to deepen and to sort of earn that ability to expand relationships within an organization because the person that you are starting with feels like they can trust you, they feel like they belong with you, and they want to share you with others in the organization.
1: So beautiful. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm just thinking, reflecting on my sales career and and reps that I've coached and worked with is, you know, we, we train or we're trained and we train to pay attention for the, the pain, right. The value side of things, where, what are their goals? What are their challenges? Um, And that's certainly important. That's, you know, that's the head side of this that you were talking about. Uh, But what if we, what could it look like if we were as interested and as attentive for the things that you're talking about here, the values, what's important to them personally, what makes them tick, what gets them out of bed in the morning, what they're passionate about. Um, what if we were as in, attentive to that as we were for those, you know, those moments of finding the the need, you know, the pain, uh, which I absolutely hate, but, you know, <laughs> finding no disrespect to Neil Rackham. But, you know, what if what if we were as attentive to the human being On the other side of of the Zoom call or the conference table, as we were to the corporate issue or problem or opportunity. I mean, to me, this is bringing what you're talking about here is the practical application of bringing the heart to the table.
0: Yeah, thank you. Well, and here's the thing: your customer is not an idiot, and to think other you, if you think otherwise, you do so at your own peril and you're going to mm-hmm. hurt yourself. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I know for a fact when I if I'm speaking to a salesperson, I am actually careful about how much and when I reveal the pain because I know that their entire job is to grab hold of that <laughs> directly <and laughs> to the pain <laughs> they know. And so they you have to earn the right to understand their pain. You have to mm. earn the right to to they have to know that you desire to help and not that you're just there to exploit and when that shift occurs, it's all over. And if it doesn't occur, you may win by virtue of having the best process or having the right skills or having, you know, you showing up where there's a VP above that person that is actually driving this thing anyway, and it's going to happen one way or the another. And it's just a matter of being the right competitor in the sales process, but you're going to miss out on a whole slew of deals that you may never even know there was a deal there because that person never trusted you enough to open the door to see something that you didn't even know was behind there because you're fo- you, you're fixated over here when really there's something over here that you could have won that they'll never tell you about because they never trusted you.
2: Oh man, that, there's gold right there. And I loved how you used the word earn the right, Adrian. And and that's let's just, that's just think about this for a second. And I think the way that you earn the right, and I'm going to, Put a spin on this because I don't think there's rocket science behind it. Is I've always said the more comfortable that you can make somebody feel about you, the more comfortable they will become in sharing things about them and their business. And the only way you do that is you got to align the heart and the head, and you're not going to make them feel comfortable with you when you ask them questions about, so share with me, you know, dot, 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 as it relates to the pain going on inside your organization. But if you can uncover what's meaningful to them and what they care about, and you get them talking about that, watch what happens to the conversation. That's what you do really, really, really well, Adrian.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I was thinking back to a, a story that that maybe illustrates this. So in my early career, I was a finance guy and so I was you know kind of the budget holder and the person who owned the Salesforce relationship at the company that I was at at the time was like meaner than a junkyard dog. And the least warm and fuzzy person I have ever met truly. Like you would go, like you would have to put a helmet on to go by her desk <laughs> if you needed a report or something. Cause she would just literally chew your face off. And I, I have never seen somebody that was so hard to deal with and just like very, very protective. And one year it was the funniest thing I've ever seen The Salesforce uh, license, the Salesforce deal was up for renewal. And I don't know who this salesperson was, he or she, but they had unlocked the key to Tina's heart and she (laughs) came over to my desk and I swear she like, you know, she was usually wearing like an oversized t-shirt. It looked like she, you know, drinking a Mountain Dew and just, (laughs) and she had like put on makeup. She like, she like came by my desk and she was like, we have got to get this Salesforce deal done this person, it's the end of the quarter. And she was like, <laughs> it was, I, I had never seen anything <laughs> like it. And I wish I had had this toolkit to get curious about what that person had done to open her up. But it was, it was incredible. And you can have that power. And I guarantee you, it was not an, e- it was not an easy way to get to that place with this person. But once you once you create that connection and that trust and you make someone feel comfortable with you and, and they feel like you're really, you know, a, an advocate for them as much as they're an advocate for you, it's just a different ball game. So it's possible even with, uh, even with curmudgeonly team. <laughs>
1: <but>. <laughs> you know, we're, uh, we're talking that's, that's hilarious. And, and, but it's so <laughs> such a poignant and true example, right. And how many, How many buyers have their arms folded? And we come back to the office as sales professionals, and we go, "They won't open. They won't tell me anything." Well, there's, you know, you didn't earn the right. You didn't earn the trust, and um, and giving a rip, caring about them is a way to do it. We're talking here about aligning the head and the heart. I want to throw one more thing um, into that needs to be aligned, and that's the action. Um, you know, I've been, been reviewing some of Tony Robbins work, uh, and you know, his point is you can know all the great things, all the right things to do. You can have all the best theories. You can have all the best people that you're looking up to, but if you don't have a framework to take action on it, then it's, it's not going to get results. It's just going to be good intention. And I think when it comes to developing authentic relationships, we can be curious, we can have you know the head and the heart there. We can have meaningful value and authentic relationships, but the action part of this is so critical, and that's what I love about hanging out with you. Is you're always thinking of ways of okay, how do we turn this into action? How do we operationalize relationship development? There's a big long ten uh, cent <laughs> word, but like how do how do we make this work? And I just as we as we spend the last few minutes together. I'd love it if you'd coach us on how you turn good intentions into action when it comes to developing authentic relationships.
0: Yeah. I I love that question. And you know, the thing is it's, it's really, it's not rocket science. Like Larry said, right. It, it isn't about that. You need to have some highly complex system. Here's really what you need to do. You need to initially build a relationship to the point where you have enough of a connection to be able to stay in touch meaningfully with the other person you need to record what you learned about that person and so contact mapping is one way to do that maybe your crm if you have a crm that you're using actively is another way to do that but you're going to capture the notes of what is that person right so brian's has it's black hawk down the millionaire mindset the bible asking you shall receive, and tears of the sun. Those are the five things he told me. 24 hours from now, if those weren't in my phone, gone. No chance I'd remember that stuff. But because I have it, now I have the ability to go back to it. So you have to record it to allow yourself to be able to go back to it. Then you've got to create a periodic set of check-ins. So the worst thing in the world, right? Larry talks about commission breath. The worst thing in the world is for you to only speak to your customers when you think there's a deal. And so Mm -hmm. all your job is put people on a one month, a two month, a three month, six month, whatever it is, put them on a rotation and make a habit of connecting with people because you genuinely think they're an interesting person and you care about them when you don't need something. And what will happen is that it will start coming out of the world work that they will go, Oh, Hey, I'm so glad you called. It's funny. I was just talking to so-and-so over in such and such department the other day. And there's actually, you should talk to them because, you know, you've already got this deal with us, but they could actually use an installation of what you're doing or whatever it is. And they'll actually begin to volunteer those things without you even needing to ask for them. And, or then once a month, twice a month, whatever I've been calling this person. Then I call them up and say, Hey, you know, we've been talking for a while. I always enjoy these things, but I, you know, I do need to ask you, you know, have you guys ever given any thought to taking a look at what we do or whatever it is? And you have earned that right because you actually have put the work in and the work is not a lot of work. The work is seriously, I've done four of these calls already today before this thing. And it's only 9am where Larry is. It's 10am where I am. I've, I've put in four of those kind of calls before that five, 10 minutes. Hey, I was thinking about you today. What's going on with this? How's your daughter? How's this going? And I'm actually, I'm kind of in a hurry to get off the phone, right? I'm not trying to talk to them all day long. I just say, Hey, you know, I was thinking about you. You know what? Hey, I got to jump here in a few minutes. I'm actually getting ready to do a podcast, but I just wanted you to know, I really, I appreciate you. You're awesome. Hope you're doing great. That's so, so. so, good
2: hey but Daryl I think I've earned the right to ask this one Daryl because it because <laughs> oh boy hey, this we'll might see. go this might go a little bit longer but at the beginning of the podcast Adrian I asked I forgot how did we meet so you got you, you can't leave the listeners dangling because I know that you know and my apologies because I think I remember but you you gotta bust you gotta bust out the Adrian on this one so how did Larry and Adrian? connect.
0: Yeah. So we, you know, I knew of you long before I knew you, we connected on social and I was following along with what you were doing. And one of the things that I have made a habit of doing that ebbs and flows, I'm not perfect at this. So just know that, but I love sending people video birthday messages. And so you know, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is actually the worst about this. I hate the way LinkedIn does birthdays because they make it so easy for you to tap one button and it sends you a direct message that I now have to clear that just says happy birthday. I don't care about that. That means nothing to me. <laughs> right. But if I send somebody a message that says, Hey, Larry, I I think the one I sent of you is like, Hey, I'm a big fan of yours. I've just been following along with you. I saw it was your birthday today. I hope you have an awesome day. That was it. And I, I didn't even think you'd see it. You're like famous. You're oh, we don't know each other. Right. I'm, I'm not as famous out. as Daryl though. Daryl's way more famous than me. It. And he came back and he goes, "Oh my gosh, I. It's so funny. I've been following along with what you've been doing too. We got to talk." And mm-hmm. our entire relationship was born of a birthday message that had no agenda that morphed into this deep connection.
1: And you had to remember to send it. And you had to de- yeah. take the action to do it, and this is where you know the heart, the uh, the head, and <laughs> maybe the the action, right? The body, getting it all aligned, getting everything going towards saying, "Okay, look, I realize," as Larry says, "If I want a full sales funnel, I better have a full relationship funnel." And uh, yeah. the the way that you've coached us today, um, and not just coaches, Adrian. What I love about you is you actually model this. Uh, I've seen you in action, been watching you for a couple of years now and you, you get it done. You do this and, um, you are a true inspiration. I just want to say a huge shout out and thank you. I have, I have a feeling, uh, we're going to really enjoy picking your brain in the insiders group coming up here soon, taking a deeper wow. dive. Um, if you get a chance for the free pass on that one, you definitely want to, to come hang out with us. Adrian, uh, any last words of inspiration as we get ready to sign
0: off today? You know, I would just say that it, it's actually, it se- might seem like more work to do these things like send birthday messages and love on people and really understand who they are, but In very short order, it turns into so much less work because you start having all these bluebird opportunities that just start showing up because you actually invested in people and you're not having to just fight tooth and nail on RFPs and all that stuff. And so, you know, sometimes what seems like the long way is really the short way. This is one of those. And so just take the leap, try it, listen to what these guys are showing you, and you'll be amazed at how quickly that shift will occur for you.
2: I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, Daryl.
1: Yeah, Adrian, thanks for so much for hanging out today. You truly are a selling from the heart champion. It's been a blast. Thanks, guys. And Larry, I knew uh, this was gonna be practical. I anytime I anytime I get to hang out with Adrian, I'm inspired and I'm um I'm challenged <laughs> to take some action and to get, <laughs> you know, and 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 I think the things that he shared with us today are so foundational when it comes to building a network of authentic relationships. And, you know, if we want to drive results, if we want results that include both fulfillment and uh, growth in our income, you know, to get both of those at the same time, I think that's I know it's possible. I've seen it. I'm experiencing it. When you have those authentic relationships, it drives both your financial success and your personal fulfillment. And that's what makes selling. Uh, such a
2: great profession. I, I totally agree. And it's the, you know, we talked a lot, you know, on the podcast with Adrian about intentionality. And I'm going to throw in investing as well. I would encourage everyone out there, intentionally invest, not only in your clients and their networks, but intentionally invest out in the marketplace, intentionally invest with your friends, your circle of influence, watch what starts to happen. And it, and it goes back and just real quickly, Darrell, and then we'll wrap up is that I had flashes of Marnie Schneider running mm-hmm. through my head because her grandfather was Leonard Toso on the Philadelphia Eagles. And one of the sayings that he had in the locker room was, if you fail to invest, you'll never be able to collect. And I think that's a great way to bring this podcast to, you know, to a close is we have to intentionally invest in our relationships, in our networks.
1: I think so. And and one of the things that I want to encourage everybody to do is in the show notes, there's going to be a link to contact mapping. This is an incredibly simple and powerful app that Adrian and his team have created to make it easy uh, to remember all of this stuff and to remember to Uh, reach out and connect on a regular cadence. So check out the link for contact mapping. Thank you to everybody from the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. If you want to join a group of like-hearted sales professionals and help move forward, not only your financial success, but your fulfillment, check out the Selling from the Heart Insiders group at sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Larry, we've got so many exciting things coming up with the uh, Authentic Selling Challenge in January. We're finishing out the year strong. All of this is a blast. And Larry, I just want to say it is so much fun uh, being on this journey with you as we're leading a movement of authenticity in the sales profession. What a blast.
2: It's, it's passion and purpose, Daryl. And, that, and that's something we just love bringing to the forefront.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you to everybody. Thank you to all of you who are leaving reviews and sharing the podcast. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic. Keep adding real value, develop authentic relationships, and do it with intention. And most of all,
2: Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the Salescast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at Salescast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.
1: Sell so from the